Alright everybody, how are we doing? Welcome to California Haunts Radio. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are, like I said, we're 45 strong and that means if you do have a paranormal need, we can get to you no matter where you are in the state. It may take us a while to get there, but uh, we will definitely get to you. Uh, California is a big state. In the case that we can't get to you right away, we do have mediums on staff who can phone you and talk to you about what, what may or may not be going on in your neck of the woods. And in most cases, they can settle down the energy before we get out there. Uh, so it was a big help. If you're watching from Facebook today, and I know some of you are, and you haven't done so already, if you like what you see in here, please be sure to follow. We're looking for followers on Facebook. Always looking for followers. Uh, YouTube, same thing. We're looking for subscribers. Want to fill up that, that thousand subscribers. We're getting closer and closer and closer. And uh, just hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. On both Facebook and YouTube, uh, what you need to do to help us out a little bit more, too, is if you like what you see today, hit the thumbs up, happy faces, things like that. And be sure to comment in the chat room because what that does is that gets Facebook and YouTube's attention and they move us out into the, what I call the Mario Lab out there in the, in the, in the netherworld. And uh, it gets us out to more people to view the show. Okay? All right. That being said, you can tell I didn't run an intro today because I'm having issues with software, but that's okay. That being said, my guest today, Hans Wilhelm. We're going to be talking about a very interesting subject today in, uh, with it being uh, the Luciferian Agenda. And I'll let him explain all that to you when he comes on. Uh, but I think you're going to be really interested in this. So let me go ahead and bring him on, and away we go. Good afternoon, sir. Hello, Charlotte. Delighted to be here. How are you doing? Good. I'm really excited to have you on. Yes, I'm delighted to be connecting with you across the country. So tell me about you, sir. Say, sorry? T tell me about you. About me? Well, I am a writer and illustrator and uh, have made many, many books. And for the last 50 years or so, I have, for 60 years, I have uh, studied many different spiritual paths. Mm -hmm. And for the last 35 years, I came across, um, I'm working on a path which is given to us from a woman in Germany. Her name is Gabriele, and she mm -hmm. is a, an emissary of light. And she has given for the last 50 years material of an intensity and uh, depth which I've never seen in any other spiritual path which I've studied. And mm -hmm. it is also in today's language, easy to understand. And it is not connected to any organization to join. There is no membership, nothing. Nobody asks you to join anything, pay anything. She is merely offering the material and sharing it. And what I've been doing is studying the material uh -huh. I created little YouTube videos, very short ones, five to ten minutes long. Uh -huh. I tried to explain to myself how all the dynamic, the spiritual laws work together. Uh -huh. And I'm putting these videos onto uh, YouTube and they have become very popular. I'm not here to convince anybody. Right. I'm just only sharing here. If the material speaks to you, works for you, great. If not, right. I have no problem with that either. I'm just merely sharing this material, which I found is so powerful, so different, and so de deep that it would be uh, a pity if not more people would know about it. So what exactly is the Luciferian agenda? Oh, the Luciferian agenda. You start with the biggie one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we have to start from the beginning with the beginning 
be right after the creation. Let's let's firstly uh, uh, be clear that what we're talking about, everything around us is nothing but energy. You and I uh -huh. are basically nothing but energy. There is no substantial, no matter as such. Everything uh -huh. is energy on vibration and frequency. And in the original creation, that's what we call the absolute reality, that is the harmonious, that is our home, that is divinity, that's what we can maybe call paradise. It is the most beautiful, loving kind of environment because the highest frequency is love. And we are made out of this love and out of this tremendous seven powers of God. And in that period, we were we are basically uh, all spirit beings there, angelic beings. But at the beginning, when the creation wasn't quite settled, there were some spirit beings who decided they wanted to have their own creation. Okay. And they left the absolute reality and started the temporary reality and, were, and moved themselves back through selfishness and through their ego. Their vibration no longer matched the high vibration and the whole universe works on the law of like attracts like. So they removed themselves further and further away. And they misused the seven powers of God, which are very simply order, will, wisdom, earnestness, patience, love and mercy. And they turned them around. They used these energies and turned them around out of order that it, their chaos and disorder, us will, God, divine will, make self-will, and us wisdom, they took intellect, and us earnestness, they took carelessness. And by doing so, they really destroyed themselves in many ways. The energy, they left, they lost all the energies, and they fell deeper and deeper away from the original absolute reality. And the lowest realm of this uh, temporary reality is uh, the material reality uh -huh. where we are right now. Uh -huh. And the leader, of course, uh, we call this fall, the, fall the, the Bible calls it the fall, when the angels fell, basically, from heaven, left uh -huh. paradise. And the leader was uh, Lucifer. And Lucifer is then also later on became sort of what people think the Lord of the world, not the Lord of the earth, but the Lord of the world, which uh -huh. means all the worldly construction. So that, in a nutshell, is how we in on the planet earth, uh, many uh organizations, governments, companies, uh, religions are more inclined to worship the me, 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 the selfish uh, Luciferian doctor uh, uh -huh. than the selfless, loving, caring, the one what Christ taught in the Sermon on the Mount. So we have the two opposites here. That's one rough way explaining it, but uh, you may have some questions to go deeper into it. Well, yeah, now that you mentioned that, when you talk about society and the way society is are we ripe for this stuff i mean you know because so much has changed even in the last what four four five six years so much has changed in people's attitudes you know in, in the world is that is that is, is that because of this agenda oh this is uh, definitely part of the agenda this is a total natural development <clears throat> and if you see my little my video on why do we have an overpopulation the reason why we suddenly have eight billion people on earth from 1.5 billion only 120 years ago. The uh -huh. Earth had only population 1.5, then it jumped up high to 8 billion, is because millions of billions of souls want to incarnate at this specific time, which is now, when uh -huh. the Earth is going to major changes. The reason is quite simple. This will be a very difficult time. And as we, most of us all have tremendous karma, in these difficult times, it allows us in a very short period of our life here and on Earth, which is only 
30,000 days, which is very mm -hmm. short average, we can unload and undo and expiate our karma as fa much faster than we can do it in the purification spheres. So therefore, we have got this avalanche of souls trying to incarnate right now to be here at this amazing moment when the world separates the negative from the positive and sheds basically all the all what we have done to the planet Earth, like the pollution and all the these different systems from government, religions, etc., which have misled people such so much. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason, but that's where we are right now. And you see the increase, as you mentioned, the last few years and the last few months, you can say how, how things are getting more and more difficult because mm -hmm. more and more these food forces are fighting each other. And the wars, uh, whether they are in, in, in Ukraine, whether they are in, in Middle East or wherever it is, have many, many reasons. They are karmic, of course, in many ways, that the people who are there have it for karmic reason, for purification reason. Mm -hmm. But it's also instigated by... Uh, astral beings. Astral beings need our energy. And the energy they get from us is usually through anger, strife, war, etc. These negative energies are powerful energies which these astral beings love to use uh, for their own for their own survival. So they instigate lots of war, strife, problems within families, societies, and countries to let that, because these are fields of energies which are now, wherever the people are fighting, killing each other, we must imagine enormous energy coming out of this, which the astral beings are really sucking up. It's, it's loose energy, which they need for survival. And they are very interested to having this negative destruction in the world. And the mm -hmm. destruction is also what Lucifer originally wanted, because he wanted a new creation. And the desire, that means he had to undo the old creation and do his new creation. So the whole destruction is part of this, of the goal, of the Luciferian goal. Very interesting. And, I mean, when we talked about, you know, infiltrating society. So are they doing it, you know, via media? What's the main way that they're, they're able to infil you know, infiltrate? Well, with everything. Media, of course. Now, the Luciferian, I mean, the, um, as I said, the, the goals uh, uh, of the Luciferian is to control, is fear. Right. Now, why do we have that? We have it mostly in most organized religion. They uh -huh. are based on fear. Uh -huh. Then we have it also in the governments. There's always the enemy out there with whom we have fight, etc. We have also that sub partly in the corporations. We have it in many other institutions. They, they are not running on, on love, they are running on fear. So that is definitely a concept of destruction because the Luciferian rule is divide and conquer. You separate okay. people and conquer. So we find this in all the organizations, the banking industry, etc. And they all come according to the various uh, revelations will come to a certain end right now. They will change, they will collapse. I don't know whether in you and my lifetime, maybe in 100 years time, I don't know the time. But I do know that there is no coincidence that we suddenly have so many uh, souls incarnating at this time. And as we, as you know from the media about our right. state of affair, in many ways, whether you live in California, you, you know more about the, mm -hmm. the weather and everything and right. earth changes than anyone else. Um, so it's really rather, uh, rather sad what's happening around us and with planet Earth. Planet Earth is suffering like never before. Even as I look at this from the perspective of a ghost hunter, like I've been doing this for 18 years, I have noticed an uptick, you know, in what we call negative entity cases. Yeah. 
more so than what there used to be. So is that part of this as well? I guess it is, huh? If you have the experience, I think they've always been around us. Maybe they're getting more bolder these days. Yeah. But they definitely influence. Uh, I mean, I made a video on spirit possessions. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're definitely uh, very, very active. Uh, people, so many people having some mental problems and so on. And the, the reason can be, in many cases, spirit possessions, which, of course, the medical uh, field would never agree to and never accept. They give us rather mm -hmm. pills and subduers. But mm -hmm. uh, it is many cases, it is, it is spirit possession who used other people to gain energy, to control and to live their vices through them. So I'm not surprised that you have noticed more of this kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, if I'm understanding this correctly, I mean, what probably, you know, outside of the media, one of the best ways for them to infiltrate would be via our politicians. Definitely. Yeah, politicians. They are the ones who start the wars. They are definitely mm -hmm. the first ones to be influenced by this and they find their reasoning. And uh, they, they appeal to the lowest senses of, of men, mostly, because, again, something which happened as well as the higher spirit left the, the purer heavens, they decided very early to, um, in the original, the pure heaven, in the absolute reality, male and females make one duel. That's mm -hmm. a plus and minus, and they are totally equal, and it's a unity. We have to have this unity to have some intention between them, but that is the perfect unity. The moment they left the absolute reality, they decided this is going to be a, a realm ruled by males. Mm -hmm. So the woman was suddenly put right down, the man was put on a pedestal, and woman was right down, woman was only used, uh, abused, and owned. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the world today, 50% of the world population are women, and they are all second-class citizens in most countries. And that is a goal of the Luciferian, uh, uh, how shall I say, influence, uh -huh. to, have, to make it a manual. And here again, become, you speak about politicians. We have it a very simple, simple thing. What happens to a young boy when he grades? You remember the old saying from the Jesuits, give me a boy up to the age of seven, and I, I show you, I give you the man, because we learn all these programs in our first seven years. And a young boy of seven, the first thing is plays soccer games and uh, field games with a ball where the enemy is always to be destroyed. Then he goes immediately, he goes into computer games, which is always killing. And so he, he learns program of destruction and he learns also prejudice and things like this. And mm -hmm. they play it out later as they grew older. They love war. I mean, we, you and I may be shocked that people are going out there killing each other, dropping bombs. But we mustn't forget that there is an enormous sector of predominantly males who just love it. They go to the movies, to the blow-up things, and love to be action in it. As General Patton famously said, he says, right. I love war. And it's not only the generals, also politicians. I think there is something really, Mr. Putin gets high on, on, on his war, I should think. I'm not saying necessarily Mr. Netanyahu is getting high on, on his reaction, but it is definitely... Um, uh, politicians are influenced by the negativity because this is the biggest provider of energy for the astral spheres. You know, I can understand what you're saying because I remember during the Gulf War when the when CNN was out there and they were out there, even the reporters were, you know, they made up the slogans, light and shine, you know, you know, when, when they went in and, and dropped the bombs and over Baghdad and stuff. And it was really more romanticized than anything else. You know, it was, it was like watching a Bruce Willis movie. 
You know what I mean? Because they be, they have the cameras and oh look out the window, there's there's a fighter plane that's going down the street. You know, right right at window level. So I agree with you on that. You know, there's a lot of that going on to influence people and stuff. Is there any way? I mean, as far as this goes, how quickly has it spread? Do you think? How quickly? What precisely has spread, Charlotte? That Luciferian agenda. You know, the, that part of it. You know, I would people... say it's all over the world in every country. It's not only specific, one specific country. I think every country has that has got the negativity in there because we are linked together as hardly any separation. There are no more really boundaries. I mean, economy is everywhere, religion is everywhere, politicians are everywhere. So I don't think any uh, country is more excluded than any other country. Mm -hmm. Some are a bit, a bit more forceful than others, but it is all over the world. It is the world, not the earth. The mm -hmm. worldly concepts, the worldly uh, organizations that really uh, are having gone crazy, basically, mm -hmm. in, in their way of trying to rule and destroy the opponents and uh, inflict fear on, the, on their followers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we have got this enormous, very sad situation. Uh, which people follow, and of course the media, of course, is another major big instance, of course, who who just makes a lot of money from fear. I mean, they love right. to put fearful thoughts on it because that brings money. So let's think about how crazy it is that for greed, and it's another interesting thing, greed is an outcome out of the, uh, the Luciferian doctrine because the leaders and all the, uh, the people who have followed the negativity are empty of energy and the only way to to feel full again to feel that is, is greed that's why we find the greed in the corporations in countries and in many other kind of organizations greed is just the the sign that the person or the organization needs energy desperately needs energy and they're not going to go from divine energy which is within us and which is always there they go to the outside energy from the other from other components in the world structure you know, I was just thinking when you were saying that about the fear, after 911 happened and Homeland Security, remember they used to give those uh, terror alert levels? Yeah. Yeah. Remember they kept everybody like on their edge because sometimes it was low and sometimes it was high. Yeah. They would announce it on the news on the news and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a way to control people. <laughs> yeah, this is the whole thing. Yeah. No, any form of most news news today. Uh, include a lot of fear. Some is done consciously done, but subconsciously. But in many cases, it's done by certain stations who really like to have really the the disaster, the destruction, the negativity, because that brings the most viewers and most listeners. Uh -huh. So it's a, really simple, it's a money decision, nothing else. People, uh, good news don't make money. Uh -huh. Is there any way that people can stop it from happening? I think to stop the whole thing, the whole disaster is to happening, I think it's far too late for that. But individually, we can do have a lot of uh, possibility. Individually, we can firstly ask our question, why am I here? Why am I in this carousel of madness? There's uh -huh. a reason for it. So everybody who is here for a certain reason, the majority of people who are here, as I said earlier, are most likely to cleanse their karma and uh, meet other souls with whom they may have soul contracts or with have done some karma together. So through uh, the act, through forgiveness, asking for forgiveness, repentance, making amends, these are the things which undo, uh, which undo our karma. 
And that is the main reason because we can do it here so fast on this planet Earth. And that's the whole main reason why we are here. So if we live consciously every day in my video, The Amazing Earth School, I show mm -hmm. in very great details of how every day we are given certain signals throughout the day of more of situations where we have to where we can clear something up like for instance somebody cuts you off in the traffic and you get angry there's mm -hmm. a reason there's a message here somebody gives you sends you a bad email etc you have a fight with your spouse etc all these instances where our emotions are touched negatively positively as well but we're talking about the negative here to clear up are instances carefully calibrated for us at that very moment by ourselves by our higher selves so that we now can face ourselves in this situation why am i upset but why whom else do i cut off why did i upset this as this email have i done something similar because the outside world is nothing but a mirror of myself mm -hmm. the outside world whatever bothers me in the outside world which gives me an emotional charge is something that is within me which needs to be cleared up it's a very simple law and um, I've made a video on this with the law of projection. And when we understand that every day we are giving these moments and we can clear it up, we can achieve a lot in our lifetime. Uh -huh. But very few people are aware of this. We just always try to blame the others. We always victim. America used to be an amazing country where there were adventurers who came here and explorer and, and settlers. But suddenly, since the '60s, everybody is, is is a victim, and everybody and and uh, and everybody feels sorry for themselves, and everybody needs a shrink. So something strange has happened to our country, but it's in other countries too. That suddenly, everybody else is wrong, but I'm fine. We are sort of that that woke uh, mentality has gone crazy, so that everybody feels we're a victim. But there are no real victims. I have another video which says there are no victims, and because everything what happens to us has a purpose and everything is here happening for us to bring us home it's that old adage i mean you, you get what you put out and essentially like you know like, like, like let's say something bad happens you have your job you get fired i mean you could either get really depressed or over it and just or just say hey i'm going to get out and start anew and get rolling because eventually something's going to replace that job in your life you know, and that, that's how I see what you're saying. If, 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 if I'm understanding this right, something always comes up to replace something. Yeah, There's always you, a reason for everything. And you don't have to necessarily wait for something else to come to right. you. You have got it. And you, have, you can look at it. Uh, if, mm -hmm. you, if anybody I suggest to uh, read or to maybe go on the ch uh, channel of Byron Katie, with whom I've done some books together, she does a very simple way of asking some very simple question. Is this true what's happening? Have I lost my job or have I gained freedom, for instance? That's a typical mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What the, What is other good things about it? What can I, how can I use this, etc.? So when we ask the right question, that everything also happens for ourselves and not against ourselves, as Byron mm -hmm. Katie always says, life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, we lose our job. There is a definitely shock moment. We definitely have to accept that feeling of utter despair because we should not suppress it or deny it. The feelings needs to be uh, respected and honored. But then uh -huh. look at it. And is it really true? Is it really bad? What is the reason behind it? What are the new doors opening? And then uh -huh. we can focus on the solution versus feeling, uh, feeling sorry for ourselves as a victim. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Understood. The other thing that strikes me too with what you're saying, you know, as far as the, the, the universe in general is 
no matter what we do in this life, whether whether we get hit with negativity or whatever, the earth is going to keep turning, no matter what. Society is going to keep moving on, and I discovered that the day after my mother, my my elderly mother died. You know, because she's not in this world anymore yet. When I woke up the next morning and the sun was rising, and I'm seeing the neighbors go about their daily, you know, their daily jobs and stuff, it suddenly hits me that she was here for a while, but everything moves on whether she was here or not. Uh, very true. Yeah, I, I like that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's the change is the only constant in life, constant change. <laughs> and if we are open for it, that's that's and just be open for it. That's the idea. And um. Well, this question I have too is about the negativity that that people are getting. Is it because our attitudes have all changed? You know, we've been we've been, we've been bombarded so much with, you know, with negativity in the news and all that. Is that is that uh, that's obviously drawing this, this this Luciferian stuff out too? Because we're we're, we're by, essentially buying into it. Yeah, the more we are upset by the news, etc., the more we are having these negative energies, and that uh -huh. attracts negative entities. So, yes, it is the whole goal to be upset, to be negative about it, and to feel sorry for ourselves. Self-pity mm -hmm. is a very difficult thing to come out of. Mm -hmm. Self-pity, to, to have that, um, it's, it's, um, it's like falling into a deep hole. So, mm -hmm. uh, that is very critical. So, not to do that, and to be aware of it, that whatever happens for us is for ourselves. And the other thing we can ask ourselves, and Byron, uh, Katie here, I quote uh, indirectly, says... If that what has happened to me right now, let's say the loss of my mother, of my job, uh, of my health, if this is the only way to return back home to God, would I take it? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when we really think about this, it may be a, we may adjust it very differently because that kind of negative uh, negative event which has taken place is also something which sets us free. And when we sort of find even love in it, and can love it and love the person who may harm harm us, mm -hmm. then we are fulfilling our purpose. Then we are doing the Ho'oponopono, as you probably know this. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And there was something else. I forgive you. <laughs> forgive mm -hmm. me. Yeah, but also to be able to say I love you to basically every human being we have mm -hmm. encountered in this lifetime. That is very, very important. And there are not to leave this world with a single enemy, with a single person we do not like. If we have got prejudice towards a group of people or another another people as such uh, or negative feeling let's look at it let's look at it now today not tomorrow why okay. do i have it is this true is it as i said earlier maybe a program which i have adopted from my environment when i grew up because all my parents and uh, family and everybody else and the priests uh, uh, all thought the same way is this really my belief that this type of person or group of person is negative Mm -hmm. um, and then make amends and, and, and learn to love. It is it's the most important thing. We should, nobody should leave with a single enemy of this planet Earth. And if the person has died and we no longer think we cannot make amends with them, mm -hmm. that's not quite true. We can definitely do this in our prayer. I always suggest to do it direct, not directly, but via Christ. Christ is mm -hmm. our helper because it is not good to connect with the soul on the other side, as you probably know very well, with all the ghosts and so on, because they can leech onto you uh, without uh, bad intention, and and uh, this is not good. And besides, they also have their own program. They have to follow. They are on their own journey. They may be very much involved in something else, and then now we're sitting here and praying and so on, want them to come back. That's not right. That is an interference with their path. So mm -hmm. we give our in desire and will to Christ, and that's Christ. 
please send uh, us this soul who has died for forgiveness for what I've done, etc., whatever we wish to say, and trust that this information and this, um, uh, yeah, this statement is passed on to that soul. And Christ will be able to weak, soften the heart of that soul so that they accept our forgiveness. And uh, so that all that everything which is between us has been cleared. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of souls don't want to forgive because they have the belief that as long as I don't forgive, I have control over the other person, which mm -hmm. is big BS because the other person is maybe quite happy living without any influence. So we just, our ego often doesn't allow us to forgive the other person because they've done such horrible things. I could never forgive them. But we do not forgive other people for them. We forgive them for ourselves. We are the right. ones who set ourselves free, not the other person. That is just only subsequent effect. But we set ourselves free for no longer thinking and feeling negatively about a specific person or group of people or whatever there is that we so strongly dislike or hate. Now, the negative influence, those negative entities that you're talking about, have they been on the earth all along? Or are they still coming? Uh, I'm sorry, acoustically, I didn't quite hear it. Say it again, okay. please. The, the, these negative entities, have yeah. they been here on Earth or underneath or wherever it is they come from? Have <laughs> they been here? Because, <laughs> you know, religions are religions, so are they underneath? Or, you know, have, have they been here all along or are they still arriving? My understanding is that they have always been in the astral spheres. The astral spheres are the mm -hmm. lowest form of vibration. And they are on different levels, and we see it in many movies and so on, these gray areas, etc., right. where the souls are lingering around. And that is not necessarily on planet Earth. That can be anywhere, close to planet Earth or somewhere else. But they are also on planet Earth. And there, of mm -hmm. course, there are a lot of Earthbound souls, which are not astral beings. For instance, a soul mm -hmm. dies, doesn't believe in death, and believes it's still awake. I've got one video, I think it's Death and Dying Part 2, where I explain very clearly how a soul suddenly wakes up and uh, after death, after physical death, and can't believe it, they are dead. So they are mm -hmm. still attached to the environment, uh, to their live into the people they love, and they hang around here like ghosts. As you, you know more about it than I. But that's why I always say the movie The Sixth Sense is the most perfect movie ever made on this subject because right. it shows that uh, we can be attached. And there are millions and millions and millions of earthbound souls wandering around us all the time where we mm -hmm. are. And they are also very much in dense area, dense areas like bars, places of, of lust and sin, if I may use these words. They're hanging around there like nothing, like everywhere else. So, yes, they're attracted to their vices, and their vices keeps them sort of together. So whenever we walk through the city of New York, Los Angeles, and whatever, be aware that you are not only walking between people you see. There are many other souls walking next to you and besides you and before you who you do not see. This is true. Absolutely true. The other thought I was thinking about too is I've interviewed a lot of people about UAPs, UFOs, you know, abductions and things like that. And there is a group of, of people that believe that these aliens that are coming to Earth or these aliens that they're seeing are actually fallen angels. Uh, they are actually what? That they're are actually they fallen, fallen angels. Everybody is a fallen angel, Shala. Mm -hmm. Even the astral beings, even the people who are, everybody is a fallen angel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is definitely right, because everybody is, and even the, the worst uh, demonic being is nothing but an angel who has fallen so deep that because of their lack of energy, they have to do nasty things to other human beings or to other beings to steal their energy. 
and that's what they do with torture and pain and suffering. There are those entities who have lost all the last ounce of energy. And that's why they fight for energies from other people. Or as I said earlier, greed does this for instance, for people who are incarnated here. No, we are all uh, fallen angels. And uh, so are the aliens. Aliens, of course, uh, <laughs> I always say, I don't need the aliens in outer space, which are probably there because we have got all these highly evolved societies up there. But everybody else is here, an alien in the one around me, because everybody around me lives in their own universe. Uh-huh. That is sort of very interesting to realize. And we think we share the same view. That uh-huh. is true. But in our thinking pattern, I'm still fighting with my grandmother and I've got still this email to answer, etc. All our thoughts that keep us isolated in our own little bubble and the other person as well and the other person as well. And when the people walk around passing you in Los Angeles, everybody walks in their own little bubble. Yeah, basically alien to each other. Right. Right. And I was just thinking again, while you were saying that was that you could tell, I mean, you, you're walking down the street, walking on the sidewalk, you could tell who's got all that negative energy coming out. I mean, you, you meet people right away. And the problem with that, in my, in my experience, you know, my 18 years doing all this ghost stuff is that that negativity can, can, can rub off on you. And then, you know, if, if somebody's like in a negative frame of mind and you're around them, all of a sudden your stuff starts turning bad. Because oh, that, that, that energy has been projected. Yeah, they can jump over to you. If there is like a track, it's called by the law of cause and effect. And there is some negativity in, in us, in me, mm-hmm. whatever it is, any vice I have, that's when they jump in and attach themselves to, to one easily. They can jump from one person to another. These are the possessive soul. I mean, I was in, originally speaking about souls who are walking separately, individually. Right. Right. among us but of course as you know there are the possessive so the sp- spirit possessions which cling on our back here not only necessarily one there can be whole grapes mm-hmm. of souls attaching themselves to us mm-hmm. and live their vices through us maybe alcohol sex whatever we we, we indulge in and they're mm-hmm. using us and we think they are our thoughts that I suddenly must have another drink. No, no, they project their thought into our head so that is, uh, where is the next bar so I can get another drink? Um, So that is unfortunately very, very strong, as you probably have seen with your work, that uh, a lot of people are uh, possessed. And I would say most people probably who are in mental city, uh, homes and and in prison um, are people who have got uh, influence very strongly by okay. souls from another dimension, from we yeah, are from another dimension, who work through them and their anger and bipolar and a lot of these things. In my video on spirit possession, I go into greater details into that. Do you ever think there's going to be a time where maybe people start t- they're taking a close look at this and they're able to stop this, or is it going to continue? Do you think? By now, I think it's just uh, we have chances. We can only learn. Uh, we can only progress to two things, either through insight or through pain. Uh-huh. Insight means, okay, understand this is the path. I'm here for to clear up my karma. I'm watching my daily inputs. What is really uh, giving me a negative emotions? Uh, look at that. What is the reason? What do? How do I have caused it? Well, how uh-huh. does it relate back to me? This is the path of self-purification with the help of divinity. And everybody can do it. There is nothing to be learned. You have to join anything. You don't have to. It's it's a typical knowledge. We know it intuitively ourselves. If there's something wrong there, we are part of it as well. 
-huh. Or we can learn through pain. It says, all right, I'm smoking and I'm smoking. Of course, I'm coughing a little bit, but well, it's who cares, who cares? And eventually I've got uh, lung cancer. So we uh -huh. can continue our negative ways and then have the result. Cause and effect, cause and effect. Cause right. and effect is a law that was created after the spirit beings had left the absolute reality. There is no cause and effect in the absolute reality. Mm -hmm. There is no time and space in the absolute reality. And there is no line of, uh, of contrasts and opposites in the absolute reality. These are all things which we have created and which we are living and mm -hmm. which basically we have we are experiencing here. <clears throat> Do you ever think that uh, we may end up in a society kind of like this? This is... Gene Roddenberry is with Star Trek, you know, where everybody is on, on the same footing, everybody's got food, everybody's got this going on. Do you foresee any of that happening, or, or you think we're going to keep going at kind of like what we're going? Definitely. No, that's definitely, that's a goal. I mean, we are at the moment, I think it's a uh, sorting out we are going uh -huh. through, where the, where the world is sort of coming to many, uh, many systems are, will be collapsing and will be uh -huh. uh, having a tough, tough time. It will not survive. And out of this comes the new era, the new life, where people will live more humble, more closer to nature, and, uh -huh. uh, and it will be in a higher vibration. And the moment we are in a higher vibration, we can no longer, are no longer doing the negativity which we have done so far now. So the future of this planet is for souls to incarnate from a higher vibration. There uh -huh. may still, I'm, I'm told, there may be still pockets where souls of low vibration can live for a certain time. But for the okay. most part, the new planet Earth will no longer be available for deeply fallen souls to incarnate, okay. to undo their karma. So therefore, okay. it is such an incredible, credible time. And I'd like to mention it over and over again. We are here in our own free will. Nobody is here against their own, their own free will. We have purposely chosen to come here. As I says, billions of other souls would like to come here as well at this time, but mm -hmm. they can't find enough baby bodies because of uh, abortion and, and birth control. They're just not enough. So mm -hmm. you and I and everybody else have made a conscious decision prior our birth. This mm -hmm. is the time when I want to incarnate. This is the time I want to be here to clear up my karma or and some may come here to help others because in the difficult time we need a lot of helpers, spiritual helpers, so they are as, as well here. So we come for various reasons, but nobody is here against their will and their own deep inner wishes. Okay. What about the rapture? How does that, how does that figure into all this? Um, the biblical explaining of the rapture does not quite work with my understanding, but... Mm -hmm. um, but when the vibration of the earth changes, I don't know what is happening there in details, but right, of course, right. uh, I, I, I leave this open. I, I do not think that the rapture is the way as the Bible has it, but there's definitely a sorting out and maybe souls uh, who no longer need to clear up my, their karma uh -huh, can be uh -huh. somehow uh, be um, taken off the planet in a way that they don't have to go through their difficult times. But I leave that to, to others to explore. Sure, sure. Now, earlier in the interview, uh, in the beginning, you mentioned these books that that, that that your friend has written. Yeah. Can you tell me about those a little bit? Well, Gabriele was, uh, some call her the prophetess of God. Uh, uh -huh. She doesn't call herself that way. You can't find her on the internet because she is a very humble woman. She is now in her 90s. And she does not, um, she does not uh, want any cult around her. Which mm -hmm. is very interesting because uh, she is very much aware of that. So you find, don't find, but what you do find are her books. And the books mm -hmm. are, uh, there are links on my website, but they are 
an die Gabriele, uh, Gabriele-Publishing-House.com. Um, there you find her books. And there are numerous, hundreds of books on different topics she has published over the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. And of course, CDs. And she also has got a um, television station where they have 24 hours programs in English as well, available in different languages and the books are in different languages. That is all available, but it is not a structure. There are no teachers. There are no priests. There is no organization, mm -hmm. no hierarchy. Everybody is like myself, a student on the path. Sure. And, uh, we are not here to teach. We can share our experience but we are not here to teach. So it is, that's what I like it because most other paths which I've seen there's either a leader or somebody, some organization, etc., and they ask for money and donation and so on. Mm -hmm. This does not take place here. And mm -hmm. I, I really like that and I, I worship. And all, the other thing, I think the most important thing having done it now for 30 years and so on, mm -hmm. that the suggestions given by the spiritual world to us oh. um, are so helpful and I have applied when I apply them in my life from meditation, from prayers, whatever it may be, or clearing up my karma, that I see the change in my own life more so than on any other path I've done in the past. So well, that is the other reason why I like it so much for myself. But you, ever, you have to, one has to try it out whether it works for them or not. But right. to find the link to the books and so on, go on my website, which is lifeexplained.com. Uh -huh. and there you find our books recommendations and all the books which I use for my various videos. And on that, also all my videos as well, grouped by, by tip, different topics. And they are short, these videos. They're helpful, uh, I think. And they're, of course, totally free. I don't make any money. I finance them totally myself. Right, right. So within these books, like you say, you are you know reading them to inform people at this point what's going on. And then, then they can make their own choices. What exactly is, I mean, because I, I, obviously I haven't got the books yet, but what, what exactly, or whatever close, is in these books that will help people? Well, first of all, it's explaining from the beginning how creation was formed, the uh -huh. seven laws of God, which are the basic uh, being, the, the, the basic essence of which you and I are created, how creation uh -huh. was, how the fall took place, and how we can return back to it, and everything from from. Uh, from how to interact with the nature, from herbs and, and healing, books on healing. Christ oh. gave a long revelation through her, a thick book, which we are reading right now, on healing. And it's, it's, it's just amazing material. Everything you need to know in this world, and also agriculture, there are a lot of farms in Germany and around the world who use oh. the, the, the uh, guidance given by the spiritual world of how to you farm uh, healthy, organic, and together with the nature spirits, very important, or the nature spirits as well. So the knowledge is enormous in these mm -hmm. books. As I said earlier, the beauty is it's easy to understand. If you have ever read Edgar Cayce or Rudolf Steiner, they're pretty difficult to understand. You have to read the sentence three times to get it. But here, right. we have, in today's language, it's very clear there are nothing to no guessing game here. Uh -huh. And uh, coming from love, and they help us. And I think every time you read them, or I, when I read them, I feel good. Uh, I don't know, but it just sort of builds me up. And I think that is part of the reason why I just stay with it. I love it. And it has helped in my life so much. Do you think, you know, people that, that read these books, you know, and let's say let's say somebody wants to follow the stuff in these books, do you think if, if enough people get involved with this that they – 
that we can literally st stamp out all, all this negativity, or is that negativity always going to be there? I don't know whether everybody would learn it suddenly, would we undo the, all the negativity? Uh, right. I think that I don't know, but I'm sure we could do a lot of help uh, because a lot of help we could give for planet Earth, which many oh. organizations try, which is very sad how we have treated Mother Earth. So just by changing over our diet to vegetarianism, we are already doing an enormous step to help uh -huh. the planet Earth as well as the animals. So there are a lot of practical things we could do. But whether we can prevent the major, uh, how shall I say, change Earth changes, I doubt that. I think that is in the in the making. We just have to roll with it. But individually, we have it in our hands of how we swim through the storm and how we uh -huh. swim. And if we really hitch our, our, our sail to Christ who is in us, the whole kingdom of what we're talking about is not out there, is, is in us, which is sort of interesting. Uh -huh. It's a holographic universe. So whatever I talk about, the higher and the absolute reality and so on, all these things are in ourselves. And that is then basically coming home means coming to ourselves, within ourselves. It's not out there a long passage. God is in us, and that's also where we return to. I was just thinking when you were saying this stuff was um, COVID. And a perfect example, with nobody being out you know, during the lockdown, and how many rivers and streams cleared up. No yeah. pollution, because nobody was out doing stuff like that. Precisely. Yeah, yeah. We, we are... We are the worst enemy to planet Earth. Yeah, this is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mother Nature takes care of it. Mother Nature lovingly knows how to heal, but we don't give it enough chance to do that. We need a much mm -hmm. longer COVID <laughs> to do that. Yeah, I think so. But it was, it was, it was, I mean, what they were showing, like even down in Los Angeles and, and the creeks that were clearing up and all that, it, it was incredible to see. You know, mm -hmm. and it's all because we had, what, two months off or well, six months or whatever it was. And no, nobody went fishing. Nobody was out dumping their garbage anywhere and whatnot. I mean, it was, it was just crazy how quickly nature recovered at that point. And how little we learn. Even if you, uh -huh. they have now seen it, the dumping, the dirty, the, the pollution will still continue. We have uh -huh. learned, this what it says, we either learn through insight or through pain. So very uh -huh. clearly shown to us, don't do it. But I, I'm sure the rivers are now as polluted as they were before. So we, we just we, we, we get so many signals from life of what to mm -hmm. do and not to do. But we always take uh, the easy road or the pleasurable road, which we think mm -hmm. we don't get. It doesn't affect us, but it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you brought that to mind, my mother, you know, the, the, the good angel and the bad angel over on this side. You know, you've got one whispering to do this and the other one saying, oh, no, no, don't do that. Go ahead and dump your wrapper everywhere. Yeah, you know, so it's so it's always an inner battle for this, for, you know, for everybody. And yeah. I would think that the book series, like what you're talking about, would be a great aid to people, you know, to help them sort out, you know, what's good, what's bad, what's good, what's bad, and you know, and be able to pick a direction to go in. Definitely, yeah. Anybody who writes to me, I'm happy to send them a letter with the links to the television station and so on. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, sort of. I would be. I'm, I'm. I'm happy to reply to that, and you can find the contact on my website. Uh -huh. uh, on lifeexplained.com or you go to the YouTube channel where if you just punch in my name you find all the videos there as well and also links to my website and so on so yeah no I'm happy to share this information to anybody interested when did you realize that there was so much negativity you know as far as that the, the Lucifer agenda when, when, when did that reality hit you that, that this is what was going on I think it was a gradually realization that you, I think when you are young, you still have hope that the world changes, that people become better and so on. But 
When you live long enough, you see that unfortunately man is self-destructive as a whole. I mean, that, thank God there are exceptions, many exceptions, but as a whole, as a society, there is very little chance the average citizen can do when he has to fight the religions, their politics, the organizations, the banks, the medias, and so on. There's very little power we have. And that's unfortunate, but I think that realization came with time. But I also understand that these are all chances for myself to, to do whatever I can do in this time uh -huh. and to make sure, I mean, these are mirrors around me. If it upsets me, if I upset about a war in the outside world, I see on television and so on, and really upsets me, my first question should be, where is war within myself? Uh -huh. So all these things in the outside world which are dooming, bad and negative, if they uh -huh. give an emotion in myself, I have to ask myself, where is this in me? What am I doing? They are not fair to another person. Where am I not fair with another person, etc. And uh, so uh, the outside world, it has always been a mirror for me. And uh, uh -huh. through that I, in uh, reflection, I came to find some find some shocking realization, which I would otherwise never have found out about myself uh, had I not known about the law of projection and mm -hmm. all these laws which Christ gives in these teachings. Do you think that organized religion needs to make changes? Is to make changes, and what? How do you mean? Is to make? Well, I mean, because like I said, we've been talking about how organized, you know, different religions will talk about the bad, and then try to pull you out with the good via Jesus Christ in, in this. Do you think that the doctrine for these religions need, needs to be changed a little bit to go with the times? Well, I cannot speak for all the religions, but I speak what I see in the world that everybody. Uh -huh. has, Everybody wants peace and love, but they don't do it. And the Christians most right. certainly don't know. The Muslims don't know. The Jews don't know. And uh, all the others, they all speak uh -huh. about it, but they don't do it collectively. And when there is a war, then the priests and the rabbi and whatever come and bless the, 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 the guns and so on. So I don't see that necessarily happening. That doesn't mean that within the organization, there are truly wonderful human beings who help and help in soup kitchens and really try to make the best thing for anybody else. Uh -huh. uh, without any re wanting any rewards, that is that's a given. There are these people, but the organization itself is structured on power, uh -huh. and power means fear, and it's not there for other people. They are not living by the Ten Commandments. They are not living by the right. Sermon on the Mount. And if you don't right. live by the Sermon on the Mount, I don't think you should also uh, make an or, uh, make a organization around the very teachings. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. This is all really interesting to me. This whole topic. Yeah. And it's like it's obvious because I mean you, you can see this happening around you. All you have to do is just sit down and you know get real quiet and like like you say, watch the news or go to the mall and see what people are like at the mall, you know, and all the racism and all this that's going on. And it's just so plain this day. It just amazes me that nobody is well. Obviously, you're reading those books, but it just amazes me that there's not more of a bunch of people that are trying to make changes to all this. The change, it, it, you have to start with yourself. Uh -huh. It's no good to go to the mall and tell everybody, now you have to love each other and so on. If you can't love yourself and others, then it's no help. You, we have to start with ourselves. We are the first ones who have to start. And uh, only through our example can we change the world. We can uh -huh. point out things which are wrong, like this is wrong and this is wrong. We can go to the politician and say, look, you're uh -huh. doing etc. That is not right. 
And this is not only for our own ego, it's also for them to know. Because <clears throat> sometimes a person who is so absorbed in his negativity isn't even aware that he has got, a, as you say, a good angel sitting there as well. They are so taken over by the negative angel, by the negativity. And sometimes something goes, look, this is wrong. They need to be sometimes told to wake up the positive angel or to listen to the positive uh -huh. angel. Uh -huh. So that is come a service. But it must come from love and also uh -huh. for caring for the person. But even the abuser, even the most horrific person, uh, the most horrific torturer, the criminal, is a child of God. It's a divine... Uh Yes. And I was just thinking when you were talking about the negativity, as a ghost hunter, we're, we're, we're taught that if you're not feeling well, you know, or you've got some stressful stuff in your life going on, to not go out and look for ghosts because this, the negativity will find those holes and latch on to you. Definitely. Definitely. That's what I said. Like attracts like. Yes. Yeah. And that's why in my video on, on, on spirit possession, I showed there are places... Uh, where this is not there and one of them is of course hospitals hospitals oh, is a place where oh, people yeah. easily can pick it up graveyards as well it's another you know, very uh, daring okay. kind of situation and then war situation etc as well but there are places and of course in 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 uh, let's say places of sin and pleasure that's right. where they're really by the thousands that is where they can pick it up in and very easily so little children, little babies in hospitals and so on, very easy. We have, it can happen very much. And there, uh, my book on, on spirit possession, I read, I think, five books on this. By, or they're all written by medical doctors, which is important. Medical doctors, not spiritualists, but medical uh -huh. doctors. And it's, it's astounding. It's astounding the knowledge and information the medical field, some of the medical religion know about this and use it. But it is just not known in the broader space. It's just we always give pills for that or and, uh, uh, something to 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 uh, to dumb to numb our, our our emotions and instead of looking at them and says what is it and who is it and what 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 causes the disturbance uh -huh. in my mind. Uh -huh, uh -huh. What's your what is your message for people? Never mind how difficult the life will be and maybe always focus on something right around you to you you can be grateful for. The uh -huh. most powerful tool I find is to just look at look at the weather, look at look at your pet, whatever. Just thank you, God. Thank you for my pet. Thank you for the weather. Thank you for my body. Thank you for my my okay. iPhone I have. Thank you that I have legs to walk. It brings us immediately into the here and now. Because we can only experience God in the now. We cannot experience in the tomorrow and in the yesterdays. And if we want to be close to divinity, that is the one way how I found most helpful to be grateful. If you really walk around the world, gratefulness, you get a smile on your face. And when you get a smile on your face, a lot of the negative clouds which linger around you may disappear. Uh -huh. It helps you. So I would say number one is to be grateful for the little thing in our life we may not be healthy, we may not be wealthy, we may have a lot of other problems, but there are surely a lot of things we can be grateful for. And uh, that is, I think, a great foundation to get our energies at least uh, away from too much negativity uh -huh. to a restful, more peaceful place. And then do meditations whenever you learn. Learn to meditate, get, uh -huh. within, get within the peace within oneself. And um, and try to do self-respect, which means be kind to yourself. Don't abuse yourself. Eat the right food, the right air, right exercise, etc. Because uh -huh. it all starts with yourself. We have to be the first one who change. We cannot 
go and outchange the world if we are not uh, halfway on the way of uh, of improving ourselves. Absolutely. So what's next for you? What's next for me? <laughs> oh, I've got so much fun doing so many other topics right now. I do on subconsciousness and consciousness and so on. I make lots of videos because I love to learn this and I love to see how it fits into my life and how to apply it. So I am using myself as an exploratory kind of uh, source uh, to see how it works. And, to, and, and that is uh, a great joy. And if I give a bit joy this way to other people, that makes me very happy. Absolutely. How can people find you? Go to my website, lifeexplained.com or to, you, uh, to YouTube channel and punch in my name, Hans Wilhelm, and it will immediately my channel will come up there. And then don't hesitate to write to me. And if you have any question, I'm only happy to share uh, anything I know and can helpful with you. Quick question before we go is, and I do this, I don't know how it's going to work out with this, but you're on the strip in Las Vegas. And there's all these other guys, there's, there's, there's people who, who are saying similar things to, to, to what your beliefs are. How do you bring people in to listen to you? I wouldn't try to. I would just try to clear myself up and then I will attract the right people who are interested okay. in it. Okay. I don't think, uh, I don't like to be missionaries. I don't like the Jehovah Witnesses coming to me and telling me, you must believe my thing. No, right. I don't like that. And therefore, I will not do it to others. I'm uh -huh. offering my videos, and those who like to watch it can do it, and that's fine. But it's sure. very different. So I would not walk around Las Vegas and tell them, look, guys, this is not the right way. You have to do something else. That is not my style. I respect everybody's free will. And who knows? How do I know that maybe that is actually the right path for them, for that uh -huh. lifetime, but they have uh -huh. to go. And maybe they have to go much deeper. Some alcoholics have to go right down into the ditch before they turn around. So right. I don't know. I can only say to my here says, if you want help, I'm here. If you want some help, I can show you, but I'm not pushing anything on anybody. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. I learned so much. It was great. Thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. I wish you all the best and much love and happy Thanksgiving. You too. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, that was really interesting. I was looking forward to having him on just to talk about this stuff. Tomorrow we're back on at our usual time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, with Karen Wilkinson, and we're going to be talking UFOs, abductions, and hybrids. So that will be 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. In the meantime, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you despise the show or hate it, share it with, 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 with five of your enemies. You know, we're just looking to build up our numbers and keep this thing rolling. And I really appreciate each and every one of you who have been watching and listening in on the RSS feed over at iHeartRadio and all those other places. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I will leave you go, and I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Have a great rest of your day.